Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Beard of karmictools.com, and this is your 2022 energetic overview. Deep breath. So the annual solar rhythm, the sun, spends about a month in each sign, Aries through Pisces, every year. It has an annual rhythm that we can learn to sync up with that is really juicy to co-create with consciously. You have your birthday, also known as your solar return, to where it was when you were born, and that is a great annual rhythm to know for yourself. But I've taken it one step further and been testing my theory of starting my new year with my rising sign birthday. So for example, I have a 10 degree Sag rising, so my annual rhythm starts December 2nd, right when the sun's around 10 degrees of Sag, every year. And I consciously co-create with the sun as it stimulates my chart month by month, house by house. Getting to know this rhythm has helped me take better care of myself and my collaborations have been more fruitful when I work it this way too. I've created a tool for this, so if you'd like to know more about your own, email me directly. I've put a link in this blog post. Another branch of this is scheduling your own public appearances, workshops, webinars, or community circles. Many of you are leaders of your own circles and come to me to help you map out your schedule for the year and what is best for you, the teacher guide, so that you can give your best to your own students and clients. You can check out my Mystic Mentorship to book your session for that on kellymbeard.com. The lunar rhythms give us much more on the ground day-to-day and monthly rhythms that we need to tune into. So the moons to be mindful of are the supermoons and the lunar and solar eclipses. Supermoons increase the electromagnetic pull on both our bodies and the oceans. Eclipses facilitate permanent changes and help push us out of comfort zone and into new territory, whether we think we're ready or not. We have eclipses every year, so there's always energy for change. But the signs activate the energies, lessons, and themes that we all have to navigate. And 2022 shifts the theme from Gemini to Taurus. This changes the direction and soul work from more mental to more physical, from ideas to physical reality. The eclipses are shifting to accommodate our growth and development. All eclipses in 2022 will be on the Taurus-Scorpio axis. So whatever areas of life, the houses that are ruled by Taurus-Scorpio, are where the change and evolution is happening for you to consciously co-create with. This will automatically push your Leo Aquarius departments to grow, develop, and change something to accommodate this larger new beginning. That's the 10 and 20 year lunar cycles that eclipses also bring. So during the spring of 2022, we have two super full moons in Sag and Capricorn. And this will help any conscious soul work you can do in those departments. In general, those two have to do with our faith, vision, and higher consciousness along with structure, reality, and purpose. Or put another way, we need a clearing of the vision as well as a clearing where how we manifest or get it done is concerned. While both super new moons this year are in Capricorn at the beginning and end of the year like bookends, so we are clearly rebirthing something major that also requires a bit of clearing to initiate in the Capricorn department itself. That is where a lot of energy and entities are moving through the zone. In the spring, we do the release work around old thoughts and feelings which no longer apply in the here and now. Being super full moons, your release work may be more intense, but I also believe that you can get more accomplished because of it too. 
Spring and fall bring the eclipses, basically Taurus Scorpio time. And eclipses, like I said earlier, happen every year, twice a year. So there's always energy for change available. Nodes and eclipses are related. After 18 months in Gemini, suggesting our social collective focus has been on creating innovative solutions to age-old problems, it has helped us explore alternatives we would have never considered beforehand. In January of 2022, it shifts to Taurus, which will shift the vibe considerably. Now the focus will be on your individual self-worth and physical or personal security while releasing toxic partnerships in any and all ways that you give away your power. This is the energy of the Garden of Eden and the breath of God that breathes life into that garden. This is our body and soul connection. It's going to get much more real this year and much more literal. We will look at the value of certain choices, people, or circumstances and reorganize our personal priorities so that we can have a better earthly experience. Deep breath. These eclipses are helping us reset our earthly experience in a big way. Your frame of reference for the last few times we had Taurus Scorpio eclipses will be right now, 21 to 23, but before that, 2012 to 2014 with a Scorpio North Node. Before that, 2002 to 05 with a Taurus North Node. Full cycle, 1993 to 95, back to Scorpio North Node. And before that, 1984 to 86 with a Taurus North Node. And you can research this if you want to go further back. But the last few usually is enough to jog your memory of what's been going on, depending on your age and stage. So be mindful that these eclipses are rearranging things in your fixed area of Taurus, Scorpio, and Leo Aquarius. Now we move to Mercury for 2022, which is going to retrograde in air signs, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra, and go direct in earth signs, Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. Last year, it retrograded in all air signs, resetting our mental body, as well as our ideas, thoughts, and concepts. This year, we still go through the review in our air signs. However, going direct in earth signs indicates that this year we will begin to create those containers and cultivate that kinship with our team of support which will be critical to your success. This year, we get to practice to see what kind of structures or containers are going to actually work. You can look to 2023 when Mercury will retrograde in all Earth signs, and that will support us to really perfect and fortify those containers at that time. So this is preparation for more grounding that will happen in the following year. It's like setting up for what you will really build and bring to life for others to see in 2023. Mercury is going to stimulate progressive ideas, activate more diversity, and expose the true kinship of humanity as it lingers in the air signs of Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. But again, going direct in earth signs indicates another level of getting real. We will do as we begin to think and express differently. Our whole reality will also shift. Deep breath. This year, I've created a class for every Mercury retrograde so that we can personally prepare. Each one has its own unique divinations, breathwork, and meditations to maximize your individual reset during the pre-shadow, retro, and post-shadow periods. You can sign up for one or bundle all three classes for a really deep discount. There's also a link in the blog for that as well. The Venus cycle is kicking off in January of 2022. The new theme shifts from Gemini and Aries to Capricorn and Libra. So deep breath. This cycle runs January 2022 to July 2023, which is about 18 months. 
when she spends nine months as the morning star, disappears from the sky, and returns as the evening star for the remaining nine months. I created the Venus Circle in 2007, where we have honored the nine months of release work. At this point, it'll be January to October of 2022. And nine months of reclamation work, October 2022 to July 2023. In this case, we are releasing in Capricorn, which is your reality, roles, and responsibilities, which have all run their course over the last eight years. And it's time to rebirth that department of your life because you have all new values and priorities. When you do that kind of conscious release work, it creates space, energy, and resources that we use the reclamation work to channel so that we are conscious co-creators and not happy accidents or tragic victims. Following the Venus cycle helps you stay on track with what is most important to you. Of course, I have a reading plus the custom guide as well as the Venus monthly circle to follow this cycle. It's very powerful to co-create with the Venus cycle and we're just kicking off. You can join us for the whole thing or you can drop in monthly periodically when you just need an infusion of energy and wisdom and feminine standpoint that can help you make some better decisions around your values and priorities and keep you on track there. So we love Venus. She's, of course, the one that took off first. But our Mars cycle is right behind her. Venus goes backwards every 18 months and Mars goes backwards every two years. So it last went backwards in 2020 in Aries. And now in 2022, it's going to linger in Gemini, which is ironic because Venus just finished an 18 month cycle in Gemini. So let's dive in. Mars only retrogrades every two years. In 2020, it went backwards in Aries, really initiating a whole new vibration of the sacred masculine that is now possible. In 2022, it will linger in Gemini. This is a huge reset around our own desire nature and sacred masculine, how we get things done, as well as our own capacity for rational thought and impartial decision making. What motivates us to make certain choices is of crucial importance. We are purifying that motivation so that it is based on something more real and long lasting. Last time Mars was just in Gemini was March, April of 2021. And I suspect that whatever was up at that time, in terms of your desire nature, your choices, or your inner masculine, may have given you some clues as to where you are strong and where you are weak in that aspect of your being. Now, it is entering this zone of renewal, to put it nicely, for eight months, August 22 to March of 2023. It is time to check in with how you negotiate on your own behalf, how you get your ideas in the world, and how well you hold good boundaries. The last time it lingered in Gemini like this was actually 1943 to 44. So if you're old enough to remember what was up for you back then, you may feel some reverberations in the same area of life, which would be your Gemini house. Here are the other combos that we have experienced in between basically 1943-44 and now. In 1958, it retrograded in Gemini, but it went direct in Taurus. In 75 to 76, it retrograded in Cancer, but went direct in Gemini. In 1990-91, it retrograded in Gemini, but went direct in Taurus. And in 2007-08, it retrograded in Cancer and went direct in Gemini. So this is the first time since the 40s that it went retrograde in Gemini and direct in Gemini. That's kind of a big deal. 
because it's not crossing over into two houses. This is all concentrated on our mind and our thinking and how we're being shaped at this time by the social collective upgrades going on. Very deep stuff happening and Mars helps us dial it in for ourselves as individuals and what our place might be in the larger story. So also we cannot underestimate the power of Venus shifting all the values and priorities in Gemini over the last 18 months leading to us having to shift how we act and make our choices in the world over the next two years with the new Mars cycle. Either way, your Gemini, Sag, and Virgo, Pisces departments have gotten and are getting an upgrade of the feminine and masculine within you. I am putting a link here for you to check out the special alignments for 2022 to learn more about the important Mars activations. This year, Jupiter and Mars are very active. And so I've broken that out into a different audio and video and post. So that's our Mars deal for the year. The other thing I would say that's not written in here is just to pay attention January to August because everything leading up to when it stops in Gemini is going to feed into your review process. Okay. And just like we have a Venus reading, we can certainly do a Mars reading and check in with that cycle and how it's affecting you and where and what specific activations will happen to you as Mars lingers in Gemini. Okay. I probably will cook up a special report for that. Now we segue to Jupiter, another star of the show this year. As it moved into Pisces, December 28th, it's going to be there until May 10th, and then it moves into Aries. So Jupiter has an erratic speed and takes longer through different signs. And on the Pisces-Aries cusp, it starts shifting to changing signs mid-year. So we end up starting and ending it in Pisces with a dip into Aries between May and October. Here's the recap. Jupiter moved into Pisces. May, June, July of 2021. That was our introduction. So refer back to your journals and calendars and things like that to see what got activated or expanded during May, June, July of 2021, because then it went back into Aquarius to finish things up there. The last time it would have been in that zone was 2009 to 2010. Jupiter moved back into Pisces December 28th, like I said earlier, and will be there until May 10th when it will move into Aries until October 28th, when Jupiter will make one final dip into Pisces, October 28th to December 20th of 2022, which puts our winter solstice, which is zero Capricorn, with Jupiter at zero Aries. Very powerful, very powerful new beginning to 2023. So see what I mean about 22 being kind of a logistical boots on the ground, get organized, clear the non-essential and prepare yourself to be strong enough to handle the expansion that's coming. And that's it for 12 years. Then it kicks off a brand new 12 year cycle with Aries, December 20th, 2022 to May 16th, 2023. Thereafter, Jupiter will spend one whole year without this back and forth stuff in one sign. But the year will run May to May until it circles back to Aquarius when this process will start all over again. Deep breath. Jupiter has a 12-year cycle that moves in three-year increments. It represents teaching and learning through imagination, games, and storytelling. So what is your story? What has it been for the last 12 years? What story do you want to tell for the upcoming 12 years? Jupiter is the researcher, the truth-sayer, and truth-seeker and is all about making meaning out of the available information and experiences. 
Wherever Jupiter is in your chart tends to be the area of life that you prefer to keep your own counsel, going within to connect with the deepest and most authentic truth for you personally. Once you have connected to your own truth, then sharing your story is or can be your offering to the universe. Have you ever heard the saying, your life is God's gift to you? What you do with it is your gift to God. When Jupiter in the sky moves into a new zone, in this case, Pisces, it is always an opportunity to release all that is no longer true for you and free yourself from beliefs which no longer serve your purpose in the here and now. This also helps you remember that truth is fluid. It changes as you evolve and as you learn more about yourself and your world. Jupiter is also considered a benefactor. When in contact with your chart, even when challenging, you can still receive blessings and rewards, especially if you keep a positive mindset and look for the opportunities in any blockages or delays. Where you have to earn it with Saturn? With Jupiter, there's more benevolence or good karma involved. Thank you, God. This is a beautiful opportunity to experiment with a broader perspective of what you truly believe and what you can actually do to live in harmony with your deepest faith and philosophy of life. When Jupiter travels through each house, it will certainly liven things up. The following is some of the different things activated by Jupiter's presence during 2022. Early in the year, it will awaken the following in your Pisces department, thereby affecting your Virgo, Gemini, and Sag departments by default. It is initiating in the Pisces department, integrating in the Virgo department, and being pushed to grow in both Gemini and Sag departments. That's the first half of the year. Later in the year, it will awaken the following in your Aries department, thereby affecting your Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn departments by default. That is initiating in Aries, integrating in Libra, and pushing Cancer Capricorn to grow. Deep breath. Back to back. <laughs> so Jupiter encourages you to dream of the future and make future plans. Expand your field of knowledge. Go back to school. Improve your life on one or many levels. Seek truth, wisdom, and understanding. Take risks which build your character. Be more optimistic and enthusiastic. Connect to a larger, more philosophical perspective. Activate your spiritual quest. Access your own truth and purpose. And get your PhD in you. Now, what I mean by that is every year that Jupiter changes signs and moves into a new house in your chart, and awakens things for you, even though you might be observing things going on in the world that are affecting what you think or believe, it's still exposing your consciousness. It's all about you. So as it moves through a 12-year cycle like it has now, we've all learned how our consciousness works in a certain way. And hopefully we've also learned enough wisdom along the way that we can embody it now and go learn some more because that's what life on earth is all about. The things to beware of as Jupiter travels through any house or sign, in this case, your Pisces house and to your Aries house, is the blind spot, being unrealistic, overexpansion, making things bigger than they are, exaggerating. Self-righteousness is usually how it shows up in humans and excesses of all kinds. Really important to be mindful of. So this is probably a good place for me to throw out my Jupiter Sag prayer. And that is, thank you, God, for revealing my blind spot in time to cultivate a positive, effective response. And I've had that prayer for years and it really works. I used to ask just to reveal my blind spot, but 
then I wouldn't have time to cultivate that positive, effective response. Now I ask for that and they give it to me. The other thing that came up within the last five to 10 years was that sometimes Jupiter can be hidden potential. So we want to thank you, God, for revealing the hidden potential in this situation in time to cultivate a positive, effective response. So just remember when Jupiter's active in your life and in whatever area of life it's being active, in this case, Pisces, Aries departments, then you want to always ask, is this a blind spot or hidden potential? Am I missing something crucial to my success or am I missing an opportunity because I'm being too narrow minded at the time? Okay, deep breath. 2022 promises to help us all tap into a completely new vision and the first steps it will take for us to live into that vision. As individuals, Jupiter and Pisces gives us a chance to engage our imaginations to find those creative solutions. We will find that the artistic or spiritual approach works much better than the intellectual approach or physical force. It's time to incubate your new identity and purpose that will be expanding during its time in Aries, giving you further clues as to what is complete and what is about to begin in your life story. This year is really preparing you for many things to come in the next several years. Notice, sense, attune, watch, listen, feel every move before you make it. Visualize every goal through to completion. Walk it through, people. I can't emphasize that enough. Sometimes we have these wonderful dreams and visions. And then when you walk it through, sometimes the price is not worth it. Reflect on your personal cycles and where they fit in with the social collective cycles. You are being strengthened and fortified for your future. And your future is now. You are already in new territory. Proceed calm and alert with discernment and consideration, with innocence but not ignorance, Entertain the possibilities based on what you know in your heart. The more consciously we all move through this period of time, the better positioned we will be to build and expand in the future. Take in whatever you can, work on whatever intuitively jumps out as vital for you personally, and come back to visit the rest periodically over the next year. Now I'm going to also send you back to those special alignments for 2022 for the Jupiter activations. There's some very important three of them that are happening in this year of 2022. Definitely check that one out. So now we will move to Saturn for the year of 2022, which will be its last full year in Aquarius before it starts dipping its toes into Pisces in 2023. Consider first that Jupiter and Saturn met up in Aquarius and initiated a whole new truth and purpose on the social levels, as well as a new 20-year cycle. Because Jupiter moves faster, but has only just pulled away, it's going to hit Pisces first, expanding what we believe to be true or possible, and then Saturn will come behind it March 7th, 2023, and enter Pisces to make real or ground that new vision as well as incubate a new 30-year cycle that will begin in Aries by February 2026. Deep breath. So we have 23 to 26 in Pisces to complete a 30-year cycle and prepare to initiate a brand new one in 2026. And for those of you who have a Saturn in Aquarius, Pisces, or Aries, this is your Saturn return zone, so prepare yourself. We are in unprecedented seed time for our personal, social, and collective lives. Think of Saturn as a teacher guide. 
Think of Aries through Pisces as the lessons that we all have to learn. And just like any other education, some things will be naturally easier and naturally harder, according to your individual blueprint. During Capricorn, the lessons have to do with personal responsibility and accountability in a myriad of ways, as well as how we structure our lives and if they actually support and protect us or not. Capricorn is one of Saturn's favorite subjects to teach, and as you can see, it is also an underlying theme that is carried throughout all 12 lessons because of Saturn's natural inclinations. We just spent the last two and a half years in Capricorn learning about being responsible for ourselves as individuals, but also as a collective. Saturn moving through your Capricorn house was to check for stability and instability, strength and weakness, as well as the essential and the truly non-essential so that it can eliminate, fortify, and upgrade to something more appropriate for here and now. Now, until Uranus was discovered, Saturn was the traditional ruler of Aquarius too. So we may see an evolution of the themes already on the table. Sovereignty and the inner authority of the individual has evolved, and so have the outer authorities like governments and all institutions, as well as those they were intended to serve. So moving through Aquarius, we will learn about self-sovereignty, as well as local and global communities. This is the dawn of the age of Aquarius, when we get to be our individual selves with full conscious awareness that we are an intricate piece of the whole at the same time. Saturn's sojourn through any sign will first dig up the weaknesses and unstable aspects so that it can reorganize with the values and priorities of now. We are literally ending an era when government elite got to run everything and now humanity is going to shift and learn how to be self-governed and self-contained within the communities in which we actually live and function. It's time to dream up a new way to function on this ever-evolving as well as living, breathing planet. I think we will also have some technological breakthroughs that actually help instead of harm the Earth. We will discover a kinship with our fellow beings that finally makes it okay and even welcome to be a unique, thinking, feeling, breathing individual. We are not cookie cutter creatures. We are vastly different and we all have something unique to offer, just like every species of plant, mineral, or animal. We are from the same family, but we each bring our own particular medicine to the mix. We are going to celebrate that once we stabilize a new way of socializing and functioning together, rather than the old patriarchal ways of divide and conquer. Volunteering and working as a unit is going to blossom and we'll be connecting with folks across the globe as if we are old friends or long lost relatives. Deep breath. This is Saturn in Aquarius. Now the challenge with Saturn in Aquarius is that last year, like we had, it squared off with Uranus. And that's the big one that we're still feeling the reverberations of for the next year or so. So Keep that in the back of your mind, even though Saturn's not going to have a bunch of activations on that special alignments update, because it's already stirred up its trouble, and we're just feeling the reverberations of that. So that's it for the energetic overview. We covered all the primaries. I didn't go into the big boys. We'll have to think about those bigger cycles in a different way, in a different context on another day. But this will get you set up for 2022 in the best way possible for you to know what you've got cooking. And again, where your strengths and weaknesses might be based on your own blueprint. And I do highly recommend your Astro Tarot reading, which gives you all your astro cycles 
and where you're at at this time. You know, December, January is a big time to get it or around your birthday or spring equinox when we start a new year. You know, anytime you want to look at the full year, it's good to check in with your cycles and see where you're at. So thank you so much for being part of my community. Thanks for listening. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.